in the context of what we're talking about, how do you move right as a Christian, you know, in these days and times? Because that's ultimately the framing question with all this as far as it being traditional and, and, and modern, you know, how can you live truly live right when you have these questions? Not that there's not an answer. I mean, it's okay to be halfway right as a Christian. So, what do you call that? Like a half Christian? I mean, almost Christian. <laughs> almost Christian. I'm almost so, Christian because saying. you know. But you get what I'm saying. Welcome to Acts Two and Forty Two. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies. Real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, guys, welcome back to Acts 2 and 42 podcast. Um, thanks for listening today. Um, today we're going to talk about the traditional church or traditional church things versus the modern, what's going on today. Um, and the question was inspired by our guest uh, to my right, which is Merlin Brown. We've got uh, Terry here and TJ here to chime in. Um, and to skip formalities for the sake of time, he's a, he's a friend of ours from church, from the uh, neighborhood, community, and everything. And um, he, he saw the podcast, you know, liked it, and he got talking with Terry, had a question. Uh, so we invited him on. So, um, you know, Merlin, if you can, um, talk to us a little bit about um, your question as far as the difference between traditional and modern church. Okay. All right. Thank you for having me. Um, just want to start off by um, saying that uh, uh, I describe myself as someone seeking the truth, um, and within seeking that truth, uh, uh, one of my purposes in life is to build my knowledge and understanding of what I know and what I understand, because um, that's essentially uh, the way that we learn. Mm -hmm. um, so based upon that, um, I grew up in church. Uh, going uh, every Sunday with my grandmom, uh, the Methodist Church, um, and um, I have vivid memories of uh, getting the word um, and knowing the power of God. Um, fast forward to um, 10 years um, as an adult working, um, I was always met with people at my jobs, um, and I would consider them like street preachers trying to get me to mm -hmm. um, attend their church mm -hmm. um, because they knew I didn't have a home. Um, so, um, and so I would get the word that way. And like literally, I used to work at night, so it was like I used to partner up with uh, one of the um, uh, one of my coworkers, and like he would like really just you know, I would have questions in. Mm -hmm. um, so fast forward to the here and now, um, uh, my home is at Philadelphia Pentecostal Holiness Church. been saved for about uh, 12 years, and I still have some questions. Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, um, kind of thinking about how I grew up, and I, I like to say that that was more of a traditional um, mm -hmm. sense as to what is, what is taking place now in modern-day church, um, so what I mean, there's a difference to me, um, and it could be a feeling, um, and it could be possibly because, um, I consider myself spiritually woke, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people ask me, well, what does that mean? You know, um, I give them something simple stating that, um, you know, I'm more in tune, um, with, uh, God working with me through the mind, body, and spirit versus um, the church aspect of um, having to go to church and, you know. Um, um, be just religious. Religious in, religion. intent, yeah. Gotcha. So not religious, just gotcha. spiritual. Um, so one of my questions that I have on the table is Dr. Jamal Bryant, who was a pastor in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. um, he recently accepted the pastoralship at New Birth in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and there was an actual application process. At least 130 uh, preachers um, applied for that, some well-known. Um, mm -hmm. um, so I guess to put it in the context, as far as you know, traditional and modern, um, what, the, the question comes to mind for me, 
why is that a process like that? Okay. Oh, it just hit me. <laughs> like I was, I was listening. You know, um, you know, as we talked previously, mm-hmm. um, and I was listening, and I'm trying to. I was gonna attempt to rephrase the question back to you to see if I was understanding the question. I wasn't understanding it, yeah. you know, when we talked uh, before. But I think I get it. So you mean like the nomination mm-hmm. of pastor? Is that what is that what you're yes. saying? Why is that a process like that? Yes, that someone from a Methodist background is now placed as the yes. Baptist pastor. Yes. Oh. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. See, I I didn't get that. I didn't get. Now, that. I got you. And okay. and again, I have to preface that with you know not trying to pass judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I actually attended Dr. Jamal Bryant's um church in Baltimore one time and had an awesome time. Uh, I'm I'm, I just question, not necessarily motives, you know, or God, just the process. How does that work, or why does it even work? Okay, because. You applying know. for a pastoral ship. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm the guy you bring a car to, and you say, my tire's a little flat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, well, uh, you need a new fan belt. You need a new uh, <laughs> transmission. You need a new, you know. Matter of fact, you might as well buy a new car. <laughs> so I have a hard time isolating issues mm-hmm. when I think that they're rooted in mm-hmm. probably bigger issues, the origin of them. And that's that I think man has made um, an institution and yes. processes and policies and all these things that uh, supersede biblical ones. Right. And see, and I guess that's what, you know, I'm alluding to because, you know, again, you know, being spiritual, not religious, mm-hmm. but at the same token, you know, this is what we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is what we accept. Well, excuse me. Some of us accept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, of, and there of... is no right or wrong. But I'm just saying, if it's questionable, and we make it right, where are we? Okay, and not passing judgment on you know that he's not the best person. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. You know, right. it's just just asking process, questions about you know? yeah the, the process yeah. we go about yeah. in doing this, mm-hmm. and I think. I like what you said earlier, you know, about how, um, you know, oh, it's not not to pass judgment, but I think we all, you know, make judgment. Yeah. We're all we're all watching, listening at all different mm-hmm. things, and and we're judging them, you know, um, not in a, co- a condemning sense, but in a trying to understand them. Like, right. mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. And you're saying, I'm, I, I think I'm a spiritual man. I'm not like for the religious mm-hmm. process just for the sake of it. You know, I want to have a, a spiritual, you know, mm-hmm. enlightenment and growth mm-hmm. and um, life. Period. Right. Um, and as that as that spiritual man, I, I'm I don't know about that process. I'm 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 asking, you know, why do we do it that way, or should we do it that way? Mm-hmm. Is it is it? Well, that yeah, that's what you know. So, uh, and again, it was just something in my mind that I'm okay with it mm-hmm. because you know I like him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think he you know can do it and will excel. And bring prosperity mm-hmm. to new birth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that when I heard that it was an application process, and you know, well-known people like uh, 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 Pastor Marvin Sh- uh, uh, Sapp mm-hmm. and uh, Bishop Eddie Long's son mm-hmm. was passed down, um, among some others. Yeah. Um, so that just led me to even further question: Well, his well, son was not good enough. Yeah. Well, I, after holding yeah. all positions within that ministry. Mm-hmm. And he was declined that pastoral lead, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think, um, and and I'm I'm excited to hear what honestly what to hear what T is going to say. Me but, too. Uh, <laughs> but Sorry. but be, but and the reason why I say that is because <clears throat> I think when when we say things like I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. you know, should we be okay with it? And well, that was my one of my points. Yes. Right. You know, should we be okay with it? And you know what does God have to say in the matter? What you know? What, what is the process that the Bible outlines? Okay, you know what I yeah. mean. So what and is so, the process? So and well, <laughs> well, let me let me say this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all good. Look, just tell me the process. <laughs> <so I> go, <laughs> okay. yeah. But but I think I think we've gotten to a point where <laughs> where where we just ignore the process and and we're okay with ignoring the process. Make up our own. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think um, 
you know, when, from what I see, um, since, you know, since we're saying Bible, and this is where T's going to jump in there and help me out, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the the processes that I see, um, you know, you know, when the the 12th apostle, the 12th apostle was chosen, Mm -hmm. you know, they were were in the upper room and, and they prayed about who was going to be that, you know, fulfill that 12th position, you know. All of those men had really they had the same qualification. They drew straws and 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 I think it was a uh, uh, Matthias, Matthias yeah. was you know by the luck of the draw yeah. he became the twelfth apostle. And I think you know and then when we go down to you know Timothy, mm-hmm. you know which when, which in those times the luck of the draw meant the appointment of God. And and right. it wasn't just I leave it up to chance because yeah. right. we've kind of done we've done things like that in the church before because of the biblical precedents mm-hmm. that we see. Yeah. Um. And I think you know the onlooker says, "I oh, was just just going to draw straws, throw a name in a hat." Right. Because because you know, remember they prayed but before they did all that. That's how you take men out of it. Right. That's how you take men Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And just the hand of God alone can can speak and appoint. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, I just want to clarify right. to the listener to anyone you know. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah we've I, we've had that. Thought process before that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we just roll the dice, just leave it up to chance. Right, yeah. And we absolutely and that's, don't do the that. The next generation is depending on chance. Well, yeah. no, chance is God. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you did you did you want T's help? Uh I, I, absolutely. Yeah. What you got, T Sock? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of want to touch on the um the luck of the draw. Um, because one thing I do see in Acts is it wasn't just men in general. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just some guys out there and we just figured, let's grab these two. Mm-hmm. There were 11 men of God yep. shown by their works. You know, mm-hmm. God had actually called and sent mm-hmm. who picked out men who they felt yep. were qualified men. And from there, you know, um, mm-hmm. God did what he does, which is appoint one of the two. Um, but we don't, I think what we do, and even this scenario, uh, we have it's a melting pot where anyone who we who is considered a man of God can apply, and there is assuming the the process, mm-hmm. assuming the process, um, we we don't see fasting and praying, right? You know, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of goes back to this question: what is the biblical process? Um, yeah. But I also want to kind of go back to the beginning of. One of his, his, his um, not his premise, but his reluctance to judge, you know, and which I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to go around pointing your finger and everything. Right. But there is biblical presence for judging, you know, righteously, for considering mm-hmm. a thing and saying, well, hold on now. Right. I don't is know if God that, or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. Um, I like you, but is this God? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. you know, we have, um, and, Acts 17, you know, they, they listened to Paul preaching. We mm-hmm. esteem Paul highly. Yeah. They heard Paul preaching, but went back to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. They just accepted it and said, yes, Paul, yeah. so hold on, let me see if what you're saying is true. Right. You know, so I think that should be done in all things, especially this case. As far as him jumping denominations or the church choosing someone from a different denomination, um, I think the conflict only comes with the, um, the modern church, that's the way we do things. Mm-hmm. We, we make denominations and then say, yeah. you know, you stick here because this denomination believes in this set of rules and this one and this set. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you, when you um, kind of break down church and then capsulize each denomination that way, mm-hmm. it, it seems heretical to, to jump from one to another. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think in, the, in, the, in my understanding of what church actually is, which is just the body, mm-hmm. I've I don't see a problem with going from Baltimore to, to Georgia. be with your brothers in Georgia. Okay. You know, if that's the case. Okay. So, can we go deeper? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. You said can you Georgia. go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said you, you, were, you felt like you was with, uh, you know, uh, theological heavyweights or something. I'm down here. But not, nah, um, because this might be touchy when I ask this question. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Still, along this, my last question involved with this particular. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that it was a business move or centered around Absolutely. a business? Move? 
Absolutely. I didn't finish before you. Uh, <laughs> trust me, you're gonna get that. <laughs> you, you can finish. I'm you sorry. Can finish. Okay. It's still no, absolutely. No, 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 no. And because I want to, you know, be careful. Because, and and, and again, um, when I say business, mm-hmm. yes, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know that that's a given. Okay. Um, within that opportunity. We know, uh, Dr. Jamal, what he has brought as far as community outreach uh, that, 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 that is Christian-based, mm-hmm. okay? Um, but put in the context that you had others that could probably bring mm-hmm. the same uh, stature. Yes, Phil? I think it's a business move. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't see outreach whether it's with the youth or um, the other things that a lot of, a lot of the more well-known preachers do. Um, I don't see that as being a prerequisite to ministry or as being a sign of the cult. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you can do all that, and it's good, but that doesn't mean that you're the man for the job. It doesn't mean that you're the man that God even called. And I think some of it – I don't personally know Jamal Bryan some more – Mm-hmm. I'm freer. I don't have any attachment to him. I don't have anything against him. Yeah. But I have a position, and it, it, it may be my bias kicking in, because I do have a position to where I think if you had a mega church and you don't tear it down, God didn't send you. Um, it's a heavy position, but I don't see any of my brothers scripturally holding that position or... Um, even allowing that that form of Christianity, like they don't, they weren't worried about the money. They didn't care about the money. Uh, one of the men said, "Look, this is superfluous. Tear that down. You know, sell that. Get rid of all this because it's more than what's necessary, and it could help others. You know, <laughs> it could help the poor. Take all that away. God doesn't need this. You don't need it. They don't need it. It actually does a disservice to them. So you, <laughs> so would you just you actually mean literally tear the church down? Like he meant literally. I mean, literally. He meant yeah, literally. yeah. Yeah. Or sell the building. Get yeah. Rid of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Just... Uh, it, it's, but yeah. So okay. that kind of, that kind of puts me in a different position. Um, so where I can look and I'm, again, my foundation is the Bible. I don't see mm-hmm. any of them doing what we do today. Right. I don't see, especially in, even in ministry wise or even teaching. I don't, we look at the outreach and we say, this is ministry. We look at, you know, them feeding some hungry and say, this is ministry. Because in a lot of that stuff they do because we expect that to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you see it, people say, oh, yeah, they're great guys, great men of God. You, you expect the church to be doing that because that's, that's really where a lot of the church is. They expect the church to do that, but really it should be us doing that. It should be It should, us. Be. It should be us doing it. Um, and when but I, I think say that when us, we look I'm at talking that, about just members of the body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think when we look at people yeah. who do that, and it's not just Jamal, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's more it's greater than just him. Um I think it's a result of what we've made the church. Mm-hmm. You know, um the institution that we've made and called it church. But we look at that and say, see, this is that's a man of God. And I'm looking at, well, one, did he did he spend time with the Lord? Because I need to see if this man heard from God. And how do I do that? Through scripture, you know, and through being with the Lord. They fasted and prayed, and God spoke, and all of them heard the same voice saying, separate me, Paul and Barnabas, mm-hmm. you know, for the work. Yeah. Um, and if that's done, you don't need an application process. Mm-hmm. But that's so far removed from how we do things today. That uh, it's, I it's mean, foreign. in today, the American church, um, 90% of Christians will say that you don't audibly hear the voice of God. That if you do, you you probably have mental health issues. So you know what I mean. So very the biblical premise, you know, the biblical um, um, standard that's going forth, and and we've kind of, you know, I, I know you're you're explaining, you know, how you would view it, um, not to take away from the main mm-hmm. point, but there's two points now that were that you put on the table, and one is how is a man appointed, mm-hmm. and the second is I I have a, a, a problem accepting any man that is appointed by God that doesn't first tear, tear down the megachurch. So that's, that's, um, that's your 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, um, because that actually you're right on point with what I wanted to go with that because my second question was going to be about the church, mm-hmm. how the word church has evolved, mm-hmm. okay? So uh, I'm just, I just picked um, one definition of, there's like several definitions for the word church. Um, uh, the word church, church is employed to express various ideas, some of which are scriptural, others not. It may be used to signify the entire body of those who are saved by the relation of Christ. Two, a particular Christian denomination. Three, the aggregate of all the ecclesiastical communions professing faith in Christ. Four, a single organized Christian group. And then five, a building designated for Christian worship. You know, so. Two, three, and five are trash. Two, three, and five. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but, <laughs> but, with, but with that being said, there are denominations that follow a certain what whatever they call church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always have been. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. From from pretty much the beginning. Yeah. I mean, like second, third generation Christians from from uh, you know Paul or John, whoever mm-hmm. their apostle was, and then the pastors they appoint, and then the pastors they appoint. Well, by the time you get to the third generation, we start to see um, some theological debates, some theological mm-hmm. discussions and differences, how they view the doctrine. Mm-hmm. You know, so it didn't just start, you know, 100 years ago, you know, people making their own denominations, you know. Um, and then, yeah, you would have people call themselves uh, Montes's, mm-hmm. um, Sabellians, or, you know, whatever, depending on the, the leader that they followed. Um, Jehovah Witnesses were first called Russellites because the guy that made Jehovah Witnesses was was last name Russell. So it's like us be, being Falsterites. You know, that's that's what if, if we put ourselves in ancient terms, that's what they do. Yeah. And I mean, for all intents and purposes, I'm a you know you basically are a Baptistite, a, a Pentecostalite, a okay. you know what I mean. We we do that, and it's it's kind of always been. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be. But yeah, it, I was about been. to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda... Don't, don't excuse it. It's just yeah. a little history, you know. It, yeah. it has been. Um. Okay, <laughs> but I, I will I will add you know the the biblical definition when 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 the apostles mm-hmm. they used two words one was was church one was assembly and I don't know the actual Greek word for assembly off the top of my head but I do know well, church was ecclesia. Where does the word tabernacle come from? Um, that's a different word. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's a different word. Um, yeah, a tabernacle is different than a church. A church is the called out ones. Mm-hmm. So that's literally the, the word church references the body of believers, mm-hmm. the people that the Lord has called, you know, and, and meaning the calling to salvation, not mm-hmm. the calling to apostleship or, you know, there's two callings, you know. Um, so the general call that we all get that, that God puts in a man's heart, you know, to come to him, um, that qualifies you as being in the church, that call, because you were called out by him. Mm-hmm. Then there's a term called assembly, and that's the gathering together of Christians. Yeah. And then there's a, a third term that you've you know thrown thrown in, uh, which is used in the Bible, which is tabernacle or temple. You mm-hmm. know, in these type of terms, um, the word tabernacle and temple is only used by Christians to talk about your flesh and, and blood, mm-hmm. the body that you walk in. Okay. So, in the Old Testament, they had tents. You know, and they had tabernacles or booths. You mm-hmm. know, in different words that they were they were called, um, and even the the temple that Solomon built. God said not to build. Well, David and Solomon, you know, mm-hmm. uh, one the visionary, one the, you know. Mm-hmm. The actual um, builder. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, um, but God said not to build. And then, um, was it Stephen in Acts 7? Comes back. And he, and he points to that. And yes. he says, and God said, I don't dwell in buildings made with hands. <laughs> Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Who will build me a house? Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, and Paul talks about, you know, the body is the temple of God. He dwells in us. Um so, and I found it ironic that this would come from the apostles, and then like the second generation of believers, <laughs> they, they, some pagans, you know, the heathens are run out of their, their temples and, and buildings, and the church gets them, and they say, how great is it that God ran them out so we can have these great sanctuaries, you know, to, to glorify his name, and I'm like, well, darn it, you guys just weren't paying attention, you know, so I mean, and, and I say it as a history lesson to say, it started immediately, you know, as soon as they got a building, they're like, thank God we have this great building, and now we can... Mm-hmm. We can, you know, show our gods as glorious as the pagan god that was once here, you know. Um, it so just I don't know worse if this and worse complicates history, you know. You know the question, but just to oh no, that kind of we're okay. we're on we're on point because okay. we're still talking about traditional versus modern, or you know, leading mm-hmm. up to that mm-hmm. in that that sense. 
So, and I don't really have the, um, this is really broad, but one of the other things I struggle with is um, generational um, transformation, I guess, from whatever was traditional. Mm-hmm. And why is it traditional if it's not biblical? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Um, and, you know, because we're in the spirit of the, the, the time of year now with Christmas, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the Yuletide carols. And this don't, don't say that. It is don't say that talking. In this, in this room. Oh. Uh, it is talking. In this room. That's, that's idolatry. <laughs> My but go ahead. No, yeah. I'm just messing with you. I'm, with you. <laughs> I'm just no, joking, man. I'm just no, joking. I'm just saying, you know, because uh, when you had mentioned about, you know, uh, practices and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. those are some things that, you know, not biblical, but yeah. it coincides mm-hmm. with um, traditional practices mm-hmm. within religion. Yep. So can we speak on that? Like, sure. why? You know, I mean, hold on, hold on. I didn't see you. Hold on. Um, because you mentioned the word pagan, mm-hmm. can you dig into that a little bit more? The word, as as, or... yeah, pagan. You know, and how? Well, I don't want to get too deep with it, but mm-hmm. um, when I mentioned the Yule, you know, uh, Christmas tree and Yule, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wasn't that from a pagan? Yes. Background. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, couple different. We've kind of mm-hmm. it, it's been it's a melting pot of a mm-hmm. festival of a mm-hmm. you know holiday. Yeah. Um. But, but simply put, pagan, um, pagan roots or, you know, the pagan origins are originally um, earth-based worship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Making yeah. the sun, the trees, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think it stems focus, from there. The sun, the sun worship was a religion. Yeah, and it was a type of paganism. You know, witchcraft is a type of paganism. Uh, Wicca, the Wiccan, is, it's a religion now, a practice religion. Um, it's technically, you know, a pagan religion um, because of their uh, spiritual significance in the earth and like honoring and worshiping the earth itself or, or elements, mm-hmm. you know, heat, fire, you know, whatever, air. Um, that's kind of like initially what it is. And it's kind of used more of an umbrella term um, or it's at least a cousin to terms um, like heathen, you know, like, you know, basically ungodly, mm-hmm. um, unchristian, not worshiping yeah. the true God. Mm-hmm. Um, but pagan doesn't mean... You know, it, it just well in the context the first definition. of tradition, we do practice certain traditions yep. that are pagan. Yeah, absolutely, or at least idolatrous, because those are slightly two different things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and, idolatrous is a lot heavier. Okay, and but I'm just saying, you know, we're okay with it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it, it you might know who the way. You're the wrong room, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, so. um, hold on, you too. I'm sorry, yeah. it's just two and two right now. It's yeah. fair. It's fair. That's fair. Um, church, because because I because I I do take the standpoint. Well, we've talked about it in length, you know, and and I didn't mean to cut you off, T, because because I'm a firm believer, and right now I I'll say I'm a I'm a believer that, um, you know, I don't I don't bow down to idols and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, so it, you know, the, 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 I guess the, the cup doesn't do anything for me. You know, there are people mm-hmm. who worship rocks. There are people who worship cups. There are people who worship trees. You know, uh, I know who the one true God is and, mm-hmm. and that's where I have my faith in. You know, that's where my faith is. Um, you know, I know these two brothers would, you know, they, they strongly disagree, <laughs> you know, which is all good. You know, it's all good. Um. But um, but that that's where I'm at. You know, I don't believe in Christmas. I don't believe in Easter and all of that other stuff. So I I can stand firm on that. But um, but I didn't mean to cut you off there, my brother. What's um? um can I just for clarity? What's on the table? You know, what are we well, really looking to address or? Okay. I'll try to put it in the context, but it was kind of like okay, I was leading into the next question of lies told that we believe in. Okay. Okay, and one of them was, you know, um, uh, the idea of Christmas and, mm-hmm. you know, some of the practices involved with that. And even the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, can I go there? Sure. Yeah, okay. you can. I, mean, well, yeah. I, did, I didn't I went, know. That's I went there, but that's where I was going, you know, so. I didn't know if so, you wanted to deal with so a specific or. Well, that's the specific the as far as yeah. the lies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or a lie or lies, however you want to call it, you know, that we um, learned growing up mm-hmm. in the word. 
yeah. so to speak, you know, yep. as 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 a babe. Yep. Traditionally, you know, because this is what we practice. Yep. You know, we didn't I grew up Methodist better. as well. You know, okay. Beautiful so, uh Christmas Eve services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so beautiful. Christmas pieces, all the little know, kids. But beautiful Christmas piece. When yep. we we had the knowledge, we built our understanding to, okay, well, there's something wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's where I'm going at now as far as traditional to the modern, you know. So that's basically the premise for all this, you know, the why. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think yeah. it's just the flesh. I think, you know, it makes us feel good. We talked about that last night, you know. There there and the people says, you know, if it feels good, do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we feel good about giving during this time of the year. You know, we feel good. Mm-hmm. Um it is, the, it is the best time of year. As as someone that doesn't believe in it or practice it, mm-hmm. I've even talked to my kids about it because we try to um, raise them balanced, mm-hmm. not like cultish weirdos mm-hmm. that are judgmental jerks, you know, out and, you know, yeah. because other people don't do what we do or vice versa. Right. But um, I told them it is. I have some of the best memories from Christmas. It is the best time of year you could mm-hmm. ever be in America, you know, or right. I'll speak where I live. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, it's it's great, and the flesh loves that. And yeah. what's wrong with a time of love? Okay. Yeah, you know. uh, but but just what's, the, what's good for the flesh isn't always good for the soul or, or true. The spirit. Well, you know. it's true at all, right? And this, I think this, that's what you were talking about, like the birth of Christ not being. Yeah. So w- within that, um, my family, um, yeah, we do the Christmas thing, but we change it up. We yeah, we do the gifts, but we also sponsor a family mm-hmm. every year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I hold on to more than anything. You know, making sure that you know. I can give to someone else, you know. Um, so that's how I put the twist on that tradition. Or even if I do practice it, you know, I want to do it to where it feels right for me, even though I know it may be wrong. Okay. T's ready to jump in. I can see it. <laughs> I almost don't want to jump in. No, I can see it. Uh, might be oh, something man. that can help. Yeah. My understanding. It's going to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Start off like. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is far from Christian. has n- has never been. Um, it's always been rooted in the Saturnalia and you know Yuletide and these these different. It was I want to say two or three different celebrations, um, and the Saturnalia was a week long one, I believe, starting from what we consider the seventeenth of December to the twenty fifth. Um, there's a lot of everything that we do in in Christmas, from the Christmas tree to the wreath to the gifts. All these things were part of a specific festival, festivity. Um, and De- it was, devil worship. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was demonic. It was to it was in um to to honor devils, you know, to honor their God. So I have the greatest problem with taking what was originated for devils and doing it while being a Christian. You know, um, and I, I I understand the position of, you know, well, I don't bow to it. Um, but they were given that same, they were making the same claim when they were making idols in Tertullian's time, mm-hmm. uh, which is, was it Tertullian's 200, or the yeah. second century? Yeah, yeah. Um, that, well, we don't bow to the idol. You know, we, we just make the statue, we sell it, they do what they do. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, can a man not worship with his heart what he makes with his hands? You know, can, if you practice the customs which are dedicated to this thing. In the context of what we're talking about, how do you move right as a Christian, you know, in these days and times? Because that's ultimately the framing question with all this as far as it being traditional and, and, and modern. You know, how can you live, truly live right when you have these questions that there's no particular, not that there's not an answer, but it's okay to be halfway right. It seems may, may, I, may I attempt it? I mean, it's okay to be halfway right. As a so what do you call that? Like a half Christian? I mean, almost Christian. Almost Christian. <laughs> I'm almost Some, Christian because, you know, but you get what I'm saying? The Roman Catholic Church. Yes. Which Catholic is a, a term that means universal. Mm-hmm. So they're, the, the, the goal or, you know, yeah, the stated goal in the name of Catholic um, Roman Catholic is to make a Roman-controlled universal, universal faith, faith yep. mixing what was called the Roman imperial religion, where Caesar is God, you know, mm-hmm. and, and things like that, 
um, the Mithras, the Isis, the Orphis, all these different religions that were in Roman territories. And now Christianity is in Roman mm-hmm. territory as well. So let's make an amalgamation of all of them and what they actually did. And I think, you know, Tortillian is good. We're, we're fans of, you know, the early church fathers and such. But I think, for me, it, it becomes um, Deuteronomy mm-hmm. and other scriptures expressly forbid any contact with anything that was ever created for the purpose of, of celebrating or practicing idolatry. So it doesn't matter why we do it. If this coffee machine was originally made for an idol, it goes in the trash. Matter of fact, I'm not allowed to say the word Keurig. I don't think I'm allowed to say it for marketing or advertising reasons. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, but biblically, you're not allowed, if Keurig is the name of a false god, you're not allowed to speak it. It's never to be uttered. And Easter is an example of the name of, of a fertility goddess. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. You can't even really you know, say it in honor of it. Um, say it to and do anything but rebuke like Paul did. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you share mm-hmm. the scripture in Acts, but um, how these got in, why we do them, to, I think we do them today because, first of all, I mean, who knows that? Mm-hmm. Who right. knows the origin? Who knows what the Bible says about the origin? Well, who wants to? We have plenty, you sponsoring a family for Christmas, you're doing what's right in the heart. You know, that that's, you know, that's love. That That's doing the right <clears throat> thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And I don't know. Celebrating Christmas, not just sponsoring a family. So how do you that's how done do you, out of love, right? You so know, how do you tell a guy, around. you know, how do you tell, you know, these two brothers? Because, because you know, my family, you know, mm-hmm. we celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the sense the same way you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to go as far as saying it's just not, you know. And I, I know these two brothers know that it ain't just Christmas when I sponsor families. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's yep. all year long. Yep. You know, we're yep. constantly Together. helping. Yep. It just you know, we continue it through this season, this, that, and the other, but we add on to it by, you know, mm-hmm. giving a little, we wrap it up instead of yep. just yeah. giving it. But, mm-hmm. so how do you tell, you know, outside of just being truthful and we act, you know, the flesh just has to deal with it, which we don't like to deal with, but how do you tell a, how do you tell this guy or me that what you're doing is wrong when what we're doing is yeah. helping someone? And and I like what you said, T, you know, you know, some people don't want to know, but many don't know. I think what he's doing is right. I don't think what yeah. he's doing is wrong. I'm just saying, I'm saying we. But I, yeah. this goes back to what I said early on about Dr. Jamal Bryant, mm-hmm. you know. I question, I mean, you know, I can't question whether it's right or wrong. It seems right. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong, but I can't pass judgment. No. You know. Um, um, like, pass judgment, like, like, I'm going to use, use the current example with Christmas. You know, for me saying, I mean, you guys doing Christmas, you're going to hell. I mean, it's just, that's just all it is to it. You're not saved, brother. Um, versus me saying, it's actually wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have nothing to do with it, but it's biblically wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the two are conflated as mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. where judgment means even telling someone you think it's wrong. Yeah. I'm telling, you know, I would tell you honestly that I think that God says it's wrong. Not that I don't want you doing it. I think that the Bible makes mm-hmm. great claims that this is obviously wrong. If we don't know that, we're not reading our Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not to assault or offend anyone, mm-hmm. but it says it page after page after page after page. I mean, it's it's abundantly clear. That's the message from Old Testament to New: is get away from idolatry. Israel's chief and constant offense. Idolatry. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and to, back to, to to Jamal, I think the problems are one and the same. The Bible is not the standard. As mm-hmm. much as we honor right. it, as right. much as we think we do, there's polls in America that have been done for the last 35 years, and less than 6% of America think that the Bible matters. And this is Christian Americans. Mm-hmm. These are Christians in America that the overwhelming majority, I, I, I may be misremembering misrem- the exact number, mm-hmm. but they think the Bible is good, but they don't think it's authoritative, and they don't think it's applicable today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you think that. I'm just saying in churches in right. general— we have we have all of this, which seemingly it's like okay. Well, I don't know. I have a problem with it, but but is it right though? Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's really asking that question because it seems right. It's okay. But he's the best guy, and we don't want to judge. Yeah. You know, and we don't want to judge. Yeah. We don't want to judge. Yeah, but that and goes, we want to make money. That goes back to <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a business. It's a business <laughs> decision. You want your church yeah, to be successful. It's and churches employ a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> it helps the economy. Yeah, it's, it's economically you know? viable. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, so I hope you're enjoying this. Okay, so <laughs> so with that being said, 
right not being right and wrong not being wrong, essentially. Mm-hmm. What is, well, we know what a Christian is, but in the context of what we're talking about, how do you move right as a Christian, you know, in these days and times? Because that's ultimately the framing question with all this as far as it being traditional and, and, and modern, you know, how can you live, truly live right when you have these questions that there's no particular, not that there's not an answer, but it's okay to be halfway right. It seems may, may, may I attempt that? I mean, it's okay to be halfway right. As a so what do you call that? Like a half Christian? I mean, almost Christian. <laughs> almost Christian? I'm almost so, Christian because, you know, but you get what I'm saying? I think, I think, um, you know, Ter- Terry gave an example in a previous conversation. He was like, you know, I didn't know this back then, but I refuse to believe I wasn't a Christian just because I didn't know that yet. Right. Yeah. And, and I think there is a biblical precedence um, for with knowledge comes accountability. Mm-hmm. If you don't yes. know, I don't know that the accountability is the same. I'm not quite sure all the way around, but I'll just say I think there's, there's something to consider there. Um, but that's no excuse for willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. Blissful ignorance is just to do, mm-hmm. it, do whatever you want. Right. Um, so I would say the Christian obligation, right? Who is my mother? Who is my brother? But yeah. those that they do, do the, the will, will of the of Father. father. Yeah. So I just talking to Terry last night when I pray, I pray to know the will of God, whether it be this, whether it be grand scheme. I need to know what your will is today. What is? What are you asking from me? What mm-hmm. do I need to do? And you know, the first place as a Christian to familiarize with what he's already established as his will is mm-hmm. the scriptures. You know, so it's every uh, Christian's, you know, obligation to God to be familiar with his inspired word, with mm-hmm. what right. he's already sent for mankind, with what he's already established, he's pleased with, not pleased with, and to walk his... Cl- now, I would say it takes factoring in love and respect in the process because it's not a cut and dry thing. Right. Because it's every time you read it, you're going to have to make tough decisions yes. mm-hmm. that affect your family, that affect your friends, that affect your church, affect mm-hmm. your community. And that is not And easy. it's heavy every single time. It's not easy. And and me and Terry had a conversation about about Christmas. Yeah. And and he was like, "So how are you my brother if I do Christmas and you say it's wrong?" I'm like, "Cuz you don't answer to me." Right. It's it's cool. Answer I mean, I'm going to gonna me. talk to you and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to make my appeal and I'm going to say, "Brother, man, just look read read it for yourself cuz it's different when we read it on the page ourselves." Right. And then man, just chew on that. I'm not telling you do it cuz I said do it. Mm-hmm. But as my as your brother, man, just read it, check it out and reconsider. If you don't, bro, when I see you the next day, what's up, man? Yep. Wow. No that's, problem. That, that's crazy because my final question was going to be, and because you're talking about um, interpretation, mm-hmm. 15 Christians in a room. Mm-hmm. They all yeah, interpret the, the, the same word, scripture. The yep. same scripture. 15 they all different interpret. Ways. Which, which room are we talking about? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in the room where yeah. that mega church no, down in Georgia. That, that's part of why this table's here right now. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. is is because that's what Christians are supposed to do. You know, Acts the fifteen chapter is a good example where yes. men were men were insisting mm-hmm. that man um, Christians have to abide by the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. You have to be circumcised on the eighth day, like Abraham's covenant, everything according to the law of Moses. And Paul got there and he's like, they don't have to do that. You know. And he and he he man he had an argument with mm-hmm. him was trying to tell him they don't have to do it but he's like look let me go check with the elders in Jerusalem yes he sits down with Peter James John all the brothers there mm-hmm. and he's like what do you guys say about this topic and you know they had no small dispute you mm-hmm. know in that moment well well doesn't matter but <laughs> the point is we see plenty of biblical examples where um, each apostle what you know they would go and they would collectively talk about ideas and it's like you know yeah. Corinthians said we're all supposed to say the same things, that there be no divisions among us. That's the desired goal. But how do you get on the same page if you mm-hmm. never voice your different opinion? Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's, you have to have, that's why I said love and respect, I think, is a huge component, mm-hmm. is because I have to be actively listening mm-hmm. to what Terry's saying in order to understand his position. That's why I didn't understand your question. I was trying to listen mm-hmm. to make sure I understood the question because I can't answer it. If I don't understand it, and then when you you know elaborate, I'm oh, got it. I'm mm-hmm. following you now, but most of us aren't listening. And we're and, listening to talk. And I'll <laughs> be know? honest with you, man. Just like this forum right here, and and, and not to you know to, to brag on this forum, but brag, <laughs> brag makes me feel you good. Know, I, but but I'm having I'm having a wife. I, 
I'm having a conversation with my wife. He does have a wife. He does have a wife. I have one wife. I'm having a wife. He's having a wife. A wife. One wife. But, you know, I'm laying in the bed last night and, you know, and 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 I'm laying there, you know, like this, you know, my hands over my head. And and I realized that the room was, the whole house, there was dead silence because I was actually laying there and I'm just thinking, man, Neil, man, you got some decisions that you have to make. And I'll be honest with you, it's simply from coming together. I, I have to admit that it's because of things that I've talked about here at the table that most Christians don't want to do. It's either, we talked about it last night, you're either right or you're left. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and you don't come to the middle to talk. Yep. You don't come to the yep. middle to talk. Where it's clearest. Yep. Right. You yep. know, and but thank God for the middle because now I'm thinking, you know, man, you, you, you got some got some decisions to make. And that's when I go into prayer, you know, took sound advice from my brothers. Man, seek God before you make a move, you know. But going back to something that you said a few minutes ago, it is not easy doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who who I want to disassociate myself with, but these are the, these same people I love. Yeah. I love these people, yeah. you know, and you know, even though they do wrong, that doesn't make me hate them. Yeah. You know, so, and so now my flesh cries out that, yo, I, I, I don't want to disassociate myself with them because they do bad things. I'm, you know, and then I start rationalizing with myself, man, I, I do crazy stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so what do I do? Yeah. And it's not easy, man. It's not easy the, with the holiday thing, you know. I tried to rationalize with Keith on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you tell me you won't come to my house on Thanksgiving? No. I cooked the same food yesterday, the day before. No, sir. <laughs> Keith's looking away from no. me. No. <laughs> Say no. You know. And, and, I but, appreciate but, the invite, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, look, I'll make, a, I'll make a plate and bring it to you tomorrow. You know, I, we, we rationalize these things. But at some point in time, you know, you have to be a, you have to be we have to be, I'm going to say, no, I, I ain't going to talk about we. I'm going to talk about I. Mm-hmm. I have to be a, held accountable, you know, to God's word, you know. And, man, look, let me tell you, that ain't easy. I think it depends on where you're at. Because um, he spoke when he first came in about, you know, being a man after the truth mm-hmm. and trying to build mm-hmm. on the knowledge he has. Yeah. If you're that type of person, then when truth is presented, you know, even if at first, which is a natural reaction, you kind of, Push away, or there's cognitive dissonance, which is where when you receive new information, kind of push it off or rationalize why it isn't a conflict, mm-hmm. why you could t- why you can continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, if you're really seeking after truth and what God has, then that thing will sit on you mm-hmm. even after you try to reject it. You know. Oh, yeah. But back to what he said, what is the standard? It's the standard, the scriptures, and what God actually said, or is it? The scriptures, uh, but... The opinion of the collective. Yes. And I don't think God would do this. I don't feel God would do that. A lot of that's good. But there are a lot of things I read, I'm like... Yeah, God would do that. I don't (laughs) Why would God do that? You know? uh, But then you, as you read, you start to... As God opens your understanding, you start to see the clarity of those things. So I don't like to base my life on what I feel God would do or wouldn't do. What does the scripture say? Because that is the mark of a Christian. You know, abiding by and following and seeking after God's will through his word, his spoken word, and through his scriptures. Right. I know you're pressed for time. So if um, if you need to go, you know, just. Well, yeah, I do. um, Yeah. Um, um, I just want to thank you guys for uh, allowing me to come in and kind of share some of my thoughts. um, And, you know, I appreciate the wisdom um, that you guys have. Um, um, shared. Um, I feel somewhat like um, I have learned something, you know, um, and it's a feeling. Okay, I can't really mm-hmm. put it into words, mm-hmm. um, but I feel more calm. Mm-hmm. Okay, about my journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's it's mine, and and I can't speak my journey. You know, I have to live it. Um, and part of living that is gaining, you know, like I'd started before, gaining that knowledge to build my understanding, and that's what I stand on, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like what you said about, you know, uh, in, in, in essence, you know, the interpretation, you know, God's word is God's word. Yes, I want to be able to stand on that. But in these days and times, it's extremely hard mm-hmm. when you have questions built upon what you see. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but we're all have the free will and, and, you know, we have the choice, you know, and I can't base my decisions on what I see other people do. Mm-hmm. I need to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, so I just thank you guys for, you know, allowing me to be on this platform and, you know, keep doing what you're doing to invite people in to kind of share and give out because I don't know who will feel something from this, from viewing this, um, but I think there was a wealth of information that we kind of touched on that you don't normally hear people talking about. So I appreciate the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So far, we've had great responses from people that sit down. It seems to be that... Um, They've had great I've, responses. I've said, yeah. <laughs> um, I got somebody like in my neck already. <laughs> people sitting in the chair, um, they've all, you know, left. Like, like, and I say whether or not somebody watches or listens, we've done something here regardless, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, one, one, final, one final thought, you know, to leave, you know, anyone listening and everyone here. Um, in regards to the 15 people in the room, you know, if you have people, 15 people in a room that all agree, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. Whew. Mm, Acts 2 42. Say that. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> if you have 15 people in yeah. a room that are all saying the same thing, you're in the wrong room. It's an echo chamber. It's an echo chamber. And it's not, you're not offered any information that could further edify you, mm-hmm. uh, further get you to the truth. Mm-hmm. Nothing different, nothing, no critical thinking. You know, um, man, look, arts, science, whatever it is, man, they're, they're being strangled right now. That every voice has to be the same. Every, mm-hmm. All the art has to, you know. No dissent. Um, so it's it's just um, religiously. I, I want to promote different voices in the same room. And that's what gets us all to eventually say, you know, it's yeah. the same thing to a degree. Um, but not on every single topic. I mean, there's right. always going to be a topic where we have slightly different opinions. So that room, while we, for all intents and purposes, may be on one accord, um, there's, go- there's still going to be some conversation about details. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and that's healthy. You know, so again, fifteen people, wrong room, mm-hmm. find another room. So um, anyway, um, we definitely thank Merlin uh, for bringing uh, what ended up being a, a pretty pretty darn good discussion. Um, and if there's a, a topic that brings you back, let's do it. Yeah. Um, yes. So thanks for coming. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, Axtone42.com to watch, listen, whatever you want to do, read blogs, whatever. There will be a blog on Christmas as well. There will be. He, he has declared it. <laughs> it is the season for blogs on Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Acts 2 and 42. Thank you.